Speed. This is your weekly good morning comrade, Jeff and Robert in the studio. What is happening, Robert? You survived Talladega. How did you pull that off? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Like, I have, I have some good stories. Yeah, good um, stories. Yeah, to be honest, like I um. Well, let's, I, inter- let's introduce our yeah, guest really that. fast, and then we'll and then we'll talk we'll talk racing cars, and, and then we'll get in uh, we'll get into world record breaking uh, okra, and then oh, we'll talk a little bit about some other stuff too. So, so uh, first off, who uh, we got okra. here today? Oh, it's Jack. What's going on? Jack is back. How's it going, y'all? Jack Rito Sweeney, uh, returning champion. I think you're third or fourth time on here. You're basically part of the <laughs> part of the studio now. You're yeah. like the furniture. Uh, what's going on, pal? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Uh, celebrating the big win. Got uh, got the certificate in uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, we are in the presence of a uh, Guinness World Record holder, Robert. That's did you know so that? Awesome. No, I didn't. All right, tell them all about are it. Are you friends with the two fat guys on bikes? No. They <laughs> oh, they're dead now. Huh? Did they lift weights like oh. the, the dumbbell weights? No, I really want to meet other world record holders. But yeah, I, uh, is there like a Guinness World Record holder community out there? There should be. I was talking to. Um, you can start a Facebook group about it. There, there should. <laughs> Should be one. I was talking to the photographer that came from NOLA.com. So, for the, yeah, can yeah. we? Well, what's the like record for? What's the record for? Screw that. I want to hear all yeah. about the process. So what's the, the record? What's the record for first? By the way, yeah, the record is tallest okra plant. Um, I'm at a, uh, I beat it at a five meters, so that's sixteen point four feet, something like that. Um, Guinness's metric, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, about a year long process from starting the application to actually hearing back. Um, I had to, you know, bring in experts to the backyard, like botanists and stuff. Um, <laughs> our mutual friend, Josh L. Yeah, was, Josh. Uh, we love Josh. Involved. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they had a nice little write-up of the article in, uh, in NOLA.com by the inimitable Doug McCash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meet Big Okra. Guinness World Record declares New Orleans man 16.4 foot okra plant the tallest. Yep. <laughs> the picture on there, if you look at our social media that we used to promote this, uh, the show, uh, it's just like an image of Jack like holding the, uh, <laughs> like a, a 16.4 foot okra plant over his head <laughs> like he just destroyed it and is going to like mount it on his wall. <laughs> just hunted it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like killed the giant okra in the wild like it was an Elden Ring first. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do have to figure out how I'm going to like mount it. But uh, Give me a piece of okra jerky when you're done, dude. <laughs> yeah, okra yeah. jerky. Uh, I want to make some okra chili. <laughs> <laughs> okra jerky. <laughs> Anyway, like, what's the process though? Like, I, I mean, do they accept digital submissions now? Can you do a video, or does like a guy have to come fly over and? Yeah. So when I started, I thought they like you know ha- they had like a local office or like something where yeah. they'd send someone in, but uh, they like after I asked them to, I like sent a bunch of evidence digitally. Yeah. And uh, uh, paid for an expedited application. I raised some money for it, and they got back to me like within two weeks and they said uh here's the detailed list of everything you need and they said like you know you've you've got to get a botanist back there to like verify it's alive it has to be alive and uh you know you got to get like a surveyor or someone who can like measure things expertly out there (laughs) needed needed three total witnesses and two of them experts and uh i had to record the whole measurement process which was pretty difficult because you know it was it was 16 feet tall yeah. so so i had to get the whole thing in the frame as well as the people coming out there you know, wide they, angle lens <laughs> exactly 
And when they came out to measure it, they used like two drones, like with cameras to like fly, like in a oh, big measuring stick and they fly up, fly them up at the top to like look at it, like, you know, straight on. And like, uh, so, so the two people measure it independently and they like, you know, off in their own corners without talking to each these other. Are your, these are just local people, not Guinness people, right? Yeah. Local people. Right. Um, it, it, through Sweet our friend, sure. Josh, uh, who like, I didn't know this, but I, I, I like posted on Twitter. I was like, man, where am I going to find a botanist who can, who can measure this ogre plant? Little did you know that, uh, among your friends, you had botanists. I was yeah. going to say, you think it'd be pretty, even if like, like we could Thanos Josh out of existence. Like you would think LSU. <laughs> we would mom, never do that. <laughs> like LSU's like agriculture department would jump on something like that. Yeah. 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 So, so Josh works for the Tulane rough equivalent go. of the, of the LSU ag center. And he just sent an email to like, like, uh, like all staff or whatever. At the <laughs> yeah. This is a big day for them. Right. Man. Right. And he's yeah, like, he's fun. like, who wants to come out with me? And apparently like, it was like competitive, like like who who wanted to sign up? They had to fight for it. But he brought over two other guys, um, both of them experts. I gave one of them his wife works at the ag center, so like they've got a two lane LSU couple going on. Oh, the house divided. All right, yeah. <laughs> so I gave him a bunch of the seeds to bring to his wife because they can like analyze them to find out what like variety of okra it is right. like what's what uh you know what breed. makes it so big yeah yeah if there's anything in particular about you it got mutant okra over here but yeah but uh it was quite an experience it was a lot of fun like it was it was funny uh each one of the experts was like a different kind of stereotype of a plant expert like yeah. you have the professor you know you have the outdoorsman <laughs> you have the hippie you know so it was it was a it was a it was a fun time um and then you know maybe a month after i sent all of that in. Like I had to send their CVs to Guinness, like like all that. Right. They doing um, background checks. They were doing background checks. They uh after that they got back to me. Um, it was actually the day before my birthday, I think, where I heard it was official that uh that I that I uh qualified for the record. That's dope. Man. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm just sad that because of this is one of the things where like the Luddites were right, and also um the Unabomber was right, so we're like. <laughs> Technology has Somebody clip that, please. <laughs> technology has taken away somebody's fake job because I feel like that yeah. used to be a fake job to like, oh, I work for Guinness and I've got to go look at a giant okra. Or I've got to see a guy who could play the Star Spangled Banner out of his nose. <laughs> you know, with a, yeah. Yeah. with a tuning fork or something. So it's like that's somebody's fake job. They took our jobs. I know. You know? I don't know. I don't, Digital yeah. cameras and yardsticks. Right. So they didn't have a Guinness person come down at all? No, no, no. They, uh... They just gave me, like, you know, the specifications of, like, you know, like, you have to be able to see the top of the measurement in the video. Mm -hmm. like yeah. they, they, they made me verify it a lot of different ways. But, uh, but no, I, like, growing up, I always thought they sent people out, you know, like, yeah. in, like, a Guinness blazer, like, with a clipboard or something. Right. But, uh, but, no, I guess... Uh, yeah, either it's, like, you know, they've... Uh, I mean, this seems very much so, like, cost-efficient, because, yeah. I mean, I think that the, the, the Guinness... I mean, I don't know. I'm just pulling this directly out of my rear, but I feel like its claim to fame is tricking young people to go to the library. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. it was like the things were like Jeff and I are 90s babies. So there was two things. And like I, Jeff, I didn't go to Louisiana public schools. I went to Ohio and also Florida, but I can mm -hmm. guarantee you I'm going to use my psychic powers. So in the library, there were two books that were always worn out. Yeah. One was the Nintendo 
power like cheat code book. I didn't and have that then, book. Oh, y'all didn't have that. Yeah. And then also the Guinness World Book of Records, like yeah. whatever year it was, like the cover was falling off. Yeah, because yeah. every everybody wanted to know what the biggest tomato sandwich looked yeah. like. And, you then, know? and like I said, there's two fat guys on bikes, and um, I can't think of any of the other iconic ones. Like, I, I remember seeing like a Ripley's. woman's wedding wedding dress train that went like all the way oh, down yeah, a church right. aisle. <laughs> I remember that one. I know they got like rid of like the 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 harmful ones. Yeah. Though like the the gluttony, uh, like yeah, the, the competitive eating. Yeah. Which I, oh, I, I think that, that's but cool. they still they still vibrant league still running around. Oh, no, which but is completely. Yeah. It's just not Guinness is not going to sponsor that. Yeah, I guess. My, they don't want to be involved with the overeating. <laughs> yeah, if y'all going to overeat, then go do it yourself. My grandma, bless her heart, she was like racist and crazy she was crazy because she grew up you know in a racist time but she had one of the most i'll remember this to the day i die bless letty johnson she said one day remember you know they have that hot dog eating contest on um oh yeah for fourth of july mm -hmm. it was the most leftist thing i've ever she goes this is a disgrace because she had it on it was on espn it was mm -hmm. on fourth of july she goes this is disgrace it's disgusting <laughs> she goes why don't if they want to see how quick people can eat hot dogs? Why don't they grill all them hot dogs up and take them under the bridge to them people who don't have anything to eat? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Grandma, let's go, yeah. based. <laughs> but yeah, that's that rules, dude. Like, yeah. ugh, big yeah, okra. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what the process is for getting you into the actual. You need merch. I, I do, I do. Go. Big okra merch. Yeah. I would love that. I, my, my dream is to figure out how to put on like an okra fest, you know, raise some money for a cause. I'm trying to talk oh, to a few people. Let's have that. DSA New Orleans sponsor it. <laughs> because I'm, I'm open to, um, I we've had this conversation before, like okra gets um, a bad rap mm -hmm. for people who aren't familiar, who didn't grow up with it. And like even me, like I'm more like I don't like I'm not a gumbo person because I don't like um, the texture of all this stuff together. I kind of want it separate. I don't like it's the mush. And that's Bold the thing statement. with okra. I don't like this, the mush, mm -hmm. but like okra, cut it up, salt and pepper, air fryer. Yeah. And I'm good to go. Oh, like, just church, honest to God, like salute to fast food. Like churches was the first like got me on because they had the fried okra. Yeah. Fried and I'm like, so this good. is I'm like, this Very is good. good. Yo, when I was a little kid. But like anything else, I'm like pickled okra is really good too. I'm not pickled into pickled, okra. but that's a that's an acquired mm -hmm. thing. That's like, uh, but I don't hate on it. Like mm -hmm. I don't hate pickled, but I'm just not into it like a lot. Thank I you for your grace. Carrots. Pickled carrots are awesome. I had some pickled onions when I stopped at Bucky's because I hadn't eaten a vegetable in like four <laughs> days. Yeah. I've been living, sustaining on nothing but red meat and Bud Lights. I'm always making pickled onions, like yeah, like especially pickled. like those red onions, so it gets that nice oh, pink yeah. juice. Oh yeah. oh yeah, like it's it's it feels like cheating how easy it is. And yeah, oh my god, it's so easy. It yeah. takes two seconds. Yeah, you just like a little a quick... sugar, a little salt, little vinegar, a little water, and boom, you got some you got some pickled onions. I gotta get on that. Let's yeah. Like a quick thing. Yeah, and you and, oh, they, yeah. and they stay in your fridge for weeks. Yeah, yeah, it rocks. It, like I put that on anything. Yeah. That's so awesome, dude. So how has your life changed uh, yeah. since since becoming a Guinness World Record holder? Yeah, um, I had my first, uh, you know, hey, are you the ochre guy thing? <laughs> well, actually, actually, it, it happened once before when people overheard me and my girlfriend Kate talking about it. But mm -hmm. uh, I was just walking home like a week ago or walking to the office back from picking up lunch. And uh, someone hops out of their car to say, 
hey, are you the ochre guy? Like, congratulations. Um, I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> that three, like, re- two, like, really weird things to say to somebody, right, like, yeah. just randomly on the street. <laughs> yeah, bring in, bring in the online world into yeah. the real world. It's very yeah. jarring, but it was, it was a pleasant experience. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Wes, I believe his name is. Shout out to Wes if you're mm-hmm. listening. Wes in Japan? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not Wes in Japan. Oh, it's not that. Um, uh, uh, Wes, uh, Wes C. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I do not believe a member. I don't know that, Wes. But uh, cool, man. Well, that's awesome. We're all very proud of you. I, I'm, you I'm, I'm honored to know a Guinness World Record yeah. haver. <laughs> and uh, I was saying on the way over here, you might have some competition coming up. A buddy of mine showed a 12 what? foot the other day. Yeah. So we might have a little arms raise for uh, my nails for uh, biggest ochre. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I am okay with people contesting my record, with yeah. trying to beat my record. The my um. My motivation is keeping this record in New Orleans. Yeah, you know? keep it in town. I believe it should be here. Yeah, the the lady that I beat out, um, she, I don't think she ended up going through with the whole with the whole application process uh-huh. because I I never heard anything about it except for the initial news coverage. But there was a lady out in Oklahoma about a year before I started my application process who got to thirteen and a half feet. I yeah. think and I was like, you know, I'm. I'm happy for you and everything. Not this, Oklahoma. Yeah, not, this record does not belong in Oklahoma. That no. is not an okra loving state. No, you know? oh. it's not Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I, 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 uh, I support. Um, I wish I could remember your name, but I, I support her and her efforts to turn Oklahoma into Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do anything I can to support that cause. That yeah. Just cause. Um, I, I will say, like, it would be cool just to see, like, almost, almost like if we have, like, this vibrant, like, okra growing, like, arms raised, we can almost have, yeah. like, you know how to have speed running, like, videos, yeah. like, documentaries, you could just do it for, <laughs> do I, it for, like, weird stuff like this. I love those speed running documentaries where they have, like, the graph that's, like, how long Are you watching Summoning Soul? Like, yeah. I've been watching Summoning Soul. It must be, that's the channel. Yeah, right? and yeah. he has, like, yeah, the, he has, like, a, the, the, the non-copyrighted uh, synth music, and it's, like, yes. very dreamy. We'll I love it. it. Yeah, because he got in the news because, well, the news. His Mega Man video got clapped for somebody saying the F word. Uh, and I've been, I've been watching all his stuff. Like, it's so nice to fall asleep Dude. to. It's good. It's good. Dude, getting persecuted by by YouTube is probably a really great career move, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it goes like it goes. Getting a world record is 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 down here, mm-hmm. but getting uh, persecuted by YouTube is up here yeah. in terms oh, of TOS clapped. Yeah, time to, <laughs> time to Andy. start whining about it on on Twitter and making yeah. videos about it and, <laughs> exactly. and create more content. Exactly. <laughs> we need more stuff like that, to be honest. I, I um I've been watching at my. Because I don't really watch TV, but at my gym, like the TV will be on, and apparently ESPN two has gotten back into like what made them good was like showing weird stuff. Yeah, and I don't know how much like competitive farming. Like there'd have to be some Ooh. kind of rush, rush. Like how fast can you like plow something? I could see that being. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, tell you what, I yeah. caught I caught at work um, the other day, and I was telling Jeff about it. Or oh, maybe it was at the gym. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, they have. Tradesman games. Tradesman games. So Don't it was this. electricians at Disney oh, yeah, World you told me about competing this. to oh, like wow. you had. So they have these little like okay, 
you have to hook up. They have these little stations, and it's like here's the breaker box, here's the where the power's coming in. <laughs> you have to you have so much time. You have to hook up the HVAC unit, and That's you awesome. have to make sure everything's really corrected cool. and worked. And then just finishing it fast isn't good enough. It needs to be because you can get it to work, and it can mm. still obviously yeah. we all know if you're a homeowner, you know like things can work. <laughs> you can do it a bad job fast, right, so it right. has to be inspected by the inspectors, oh, and then cool. it's like a combination of time. Plus, um, you know, like how good your work is. And it, they, they do it almost like pro wrestling. Because yeah. the guys come out and there's pyro and smoke. Yes. And it's just like. Oh, wow. It's like this is Joe this. Smith from, you know, uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. His, <laughs> you know, his plan, and it's like amazing. got his stats, like his career stats. <laughs> like, stats. It's like career stats. Put four kids through college as electrician. Love yeah. it. That's awesome. I love like, that. Part of you know local five thirty eight. Like, yeah, it's like yes, That's this incredible. rules. Like this should be on TV. Like, Wait, did you should... ever find that? We're we're watching, oh, we're watching it. it. It's so good. I gotta see this. It's so good. <laughs> I want I want them to to open up open it up to plumbers. I want to know who can yeah, unclog a toilet. A yeah. That oh, that's incredible. Like snake races and stuff. Snake races. <laughs> oh man. So cool, dude. Look, I, I, I'm here for the competitive drywalling. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> like the wind. Like the. Whoever the winner is, they get one of those sick like um, those like work vans that like but that also Beyonce would travel in. Oh yeah, like a Mercedes Sprinter or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, get yeah. like one of those. Those rock. And then they moved on to like the World Games. Oh, so apparently man. you have to go against. Oh, you've been I'm like, so what happens? The world. Yeah, it's like, dude, is wow. it kind of like stock car racing where they had like the international race of champions where they just have instead of having because you know like the electrical is going to be different. Yeah. Like in Europe. So it's like, do they have to have like a standardized? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it that far. Yeah. Like different voltages. And that. That. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm sucked in and haven't even seen it. I need, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be following the trades. So hard. Games. I'm going to post it on our, yeah. on our Facebook. That's amazing. Now you brought up the racing, the IROC racing. I know because you just got cars on the brain cars because the brain. this oh dude God. went to Talladega last week. What happened to Talladega, bro? It rolled so hard. Um, so first off, for the people who are listening, what is Talladega? What's going Talladega on? Talladega is what you do when you're a southern a southern working man. Instead of going to therapy, you go to Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> you work through your issues at Dega. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many stories I heard from, from men about like their lives and their exes and their current kids' drama? After you get like it. six Bud Heavies in them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, I'm gonna set up. They they need to set up kind of like peanuts where Lucy had her little like the psychiatrist is in. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. need to have that tall day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drop a, a nickel in there. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's a it's a giant. Two and a, we talked about this last week. It's like a giant two and a half mile racing track. It's country Coachella mm-hmm. with race cars. Yeah. So the the idea is like. The racing is secondary. Where like uh-huh. I'm there to watch a car race. A lot of people aren't. They're just they're just there for the weekend to to. They drink. just brought their RV and yeah. like want to drink and grill. So we parked yeah. across the street from the track, which is like anybody who knows anything about this, this is North Park. It's like where all the craziness happens. If you if you ever want to see like you watch Andrew Callahan's Channel mm-hmm. Five. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's he's been to Talladega twice. We got to check out that Alex Jones yeah. interview, by the way. It's really good. I've seen it. It's 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 an interesting one. Anyway. Um, no, you're good. But the guy, um, how are we doing on time? We good. We got, okay. we got plenty of time. But, um, 
the guy, uh, like, we pull in, and there's just, like, these people out there doing whatever, like, drinking, and they're just like, hey, what's going on? Come on over. So we made, like, new friends instantly. Uh, it was a bunch of guys, just, like, working class guys. I think they were just, like, HVAC. There's two brothers. They were both in the Marine Corps. I didn't ask them about. <laughs> oh, I you found some fellow devil dogs. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask them about what they, they were Motor T guys or were they supply. I can't remember. We're friends on Facebook now. But um, they'd obviously been to Iraq or Afghanistan. I um, couldn't because they were, like, it got to the point. We are talking about the therapy thing. Like, the guy's, like. Come here. He's like, come here, Robert. I'm going to show you a friend of mine. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, I'm so I'm literally drinking. I'm, I'm like half a case of Bud, Bud Light. In. <laughs> yeah. And he just like hands me. He's like, here. And it's like, it's his buddy who like died in Iraq. Oh, like his oh, burn. Awful. And I'm oh, like, oh, wow. man, thank you for showing me this. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And like, we just like trauma bonded out there. Yeah. And so uh, races were good. There was a guy in the tr- like my girl didn't win the truck race, but she ran fifth, which was the highest she's ever run at Talladega. She's actually going to move up in series because it was it was super impressive. So she's going to run. How many races are there on a weekend? Um, so there's the two on Saturdays. There was a qualifying on Friday, which is where they practice. try and get like the best time. Yeah, on the qualifying track, right? and practice. I think practices on. I think qualifying's on Thursday, and then practice is Friday. Either or, we're set. So, then there is they're driving around starting Thursday. Yeah, yeah, trying to tune in, trying to tune their cars in. Um, and then Saturday there's um, the truck race, which is usually like 250 miles, and then there's a 300 mile um, the monster. No, not Monsters. Xfinity is the sponsor now. But it's the old, um, where it used to be when we were kids, it was Winston was the top series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then below that would be like Bush. I love that it used to be smoked by cigarettes. I mean, like, used to be sponsored by cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen, on a side note? They um, should, like, have been lighting them up in the car. Big shout out to all, like, the DSA chapters out there. I think Miami has the best uh, merch because oh, yeah. they've got, like, the vaporwave, like, yeah. Miami 80s thing going. Second place is Winston-Salem uh, DSA, where their merch is, it's, um, like, their logo is just, like, the Winston cigarette logo. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so I gotta, I gotta check sick, that dude. I gotta check like, this, is, this is about baller. But anyway, so <sighs> then they have the car, like, so they're the same cars. Uh-huh. The, um, the stock cars. The, yeah, the as the, the Cup Series, the highest series, the second race, which is 300 miles. But it's just, like, the drivers who, are like, aren't in the Top Series yet. And a lot of times, drivers from the Top Series will dip down into that race. Okay. And then For, like, Sun- money or? Yeah. Okay. They're driving it. And then Sunday was the, um, Sunday's, like, the big, like, Cup Series race. My boy... Daryl Wallace, he did all right. He didn't do bad. Like, I think the highest he ever got, he, he didn't qual well. It was like 20th. The highest he ever got was like 10th. Um, the they, bad day for Bubba. It was, no, it wasn't a bad day. It was just, it was whatever. It's hard to win a race, dude. Yeah. Um, but uh, the things that would matter to our audience. Um, so if you don't know, like Talladega is the home of like, let's go. like let's It's go like Miami. northern Alabama. Yeah. Like, like by Birmingham and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is by Birmingham. It's like mm-hmm. an hour away. Shout out to our friends over at the Valley Labor Report. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm trying to go out there like this spring with them. We need to organize that trip. You should definitely come out in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so if you don't know, like Talladega, that race is the home of Let's Go Brandon. 
Like yeah, that's where it started. Place. That's so hilarious. I saw like all like there's like all the Trump flags. The, all just the like the beginning of the flashpoint of a million memes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the funny things I saw when I was out there. So there was the guys who we were hanging out with. One of the guys' names is Brandon. <laughs> and he would do a thing like. Um, Karen's and Brandon's have been going through it the past couple <laughs> years. A, no, they had a, a karaoke set up. And they had a karaoke set up, so he's like on top of the RV, like like with the microphone at night, and he's just yelling, you know. Um, he he says let's he says like let's f Brandon, nice. <laughs> and then he would just go, my name's Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'm in the race, and like I'm in the pits because uh, I got like the super like pit passes or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're all hanging out. And I guess, like, it was after the national anthem or whatever, and some guy, like, kind of next to me, like, maybe 10 feet away from me, he just starts going, let's go, Brandon, let's... And you hear this voice just going, shut up! Shut <laughs> up! You sound stupid! And I was just like, <laughs> I was like yes! But so it eventually devolved into, so, you know, I knew friends... We're all sitting like I'm. I'm hammered. They're hammered, and they go, "You guys aren't liberals, are you?" And I'm like, no, <laughs> we're not liberals. Like we're leftists. Mm-hmm. And then, just to kind of get through, like we talked about, like I think I, because I talked about like you know social safety net, and I think I like I got through to them on a lot of stuff, and I, I equated how like income inequality is the same as like NASCAR drivers, and I was like, look, you know, it's like, well, people should be, you know, because his whole thing was like, people should earn what they get, and everybody has opportunity. I'm like, okay, we both workers like, definitely do that all I go, the time. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, we both have, we both like NASCAR, right? And he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, so if I'm a kid from like Detroit and I'm a black kid and I have talent, like, how do I drive? NASCAR and he's like well you gotta get I'm like well how do I do that well you gotta do that I'm like how to it's like see how this but I was like okay what about the everybody who's listening to this from not the south like Menards is a um it's like a uh, an outdoor not outdoor store but like a furniture store like a patio furniture and stuff mm. and I was like okay so compare that that kid who has like an uphill climb to the Menards like the Menard brothers who drive in NASCAR and they have no other qualifications besides their parents are major sponsors. Right. Yeah. Their parents right. sponsor cars. And so they, uh, they're just like, I'm a NASCAR driver now. I was like, do you see how that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. See how we're not, by, by not actively seeking. And he's just like, you saw it click with Ooh, him. Ooh, there you go. And then by the end of it, he was calling people over. He goes, he's like, he's like, he's like Joe, did you know that liberals aren't leftists? <laughs> you know they're not the. Did you know that leftists hate liberals? I did that not. Know, he goes. That I did rocks. not know that. I learned something today. Yeah, it's like, it's like an episode of South Park. It really it's was. Great. And he was just like at the end. He was almost like apologetic. Really, he was like, he's I'm like, sorry, I called you a liberal. He's like, we're on Facebook now. He's like, you see me post something on Facebook, crazy. He's like. Just go on by. He goes, that's not me. I'm just online. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean, whom among us? Whom among yeah, us? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Dude, don't worry. We all it. post cringe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're good, dude. No one is above posting cringe every yeah. now and yeah. then. Every no post is above. cringe if you really think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I kind of got him to be like, yeah. I, I approached it because I feel like I'm always geared up to have this conversation. So I have a couple different lines that I, I share with people. I go, look. I go, well, here's the deal. He's like, well, people at... You know, because it's the same, the stuff they've just been fed. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, well, people at McDonald's shouldn't get paid that much to flip burgers while I'm doing HVAC or whatever. And I go, but look at here, man. I go, yeah, I go, 
people at McDonald's, like McDonald's tells their employees how to get on government assistance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so. Because they pay so little. They, I said, so we're taxpayers, right? I know. I mean, we get returns, but whatever. We pay sales tax. I'm like, yeah. so that money we pay, goes we play, to. We pay plenty taxes. Yeah, but I'm like, that money goes to welfare programs. So do you get a return from McDonald's? And all these companies every year? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. I'm like, we don't get a return, even though we're subsidizing their wages, these billion-dollar corporations. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's like, shouldn't they just pay people, like, enough to, to live? And like, if you, you work, know? shouldn't you be yeah. able to why live should off the, of it? I'm, yeah. not, I'm like, yeah. why, should, why should the government have to subsidize people's wages to these billion-dollar corporations? And I don't get a return for that. When they like, can afford to pay it exactly. easily because they're making yeah. so much profits, that, et cetera, et cetera. And that's my, like, one line of attack. And yeah. my other line was, like, well, since we were both in the Marine Corps, I was like, you know, it's like we don't have to call it socialism. We can our communist. We can call it freedom share, or whatever. But it's like, tell me why, um, you know. I was like, all I want is when we were in the Marine Corps, you know, we had guaranteed housing, a guaranteed job, um, food, and and um, healthcare and education. So I was like, why shouldn't every American in the richest country that ever existed have that? And he goes, well, you know, I put my life on the line for that. I didn't go. But did but should you have to? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I go. That's the point. I go. Should you have? I go. The the whole idea. And he, it was like they're twin brothers, <laughs> and I was like, the whole idea of society is that you know we should be planting trees that we'll ne- we're never going to see the shade of. Mm-hmm. Right. And his brother goes, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's yeah. deep. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I, and I don't want to sound condescending, but it does mm. boil down to like why I hate. I do hate liberals because liberals know better. Yeah. You know, and I told him, I was like, the whole idea was like liberals want, I, I don't like liberals. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Nancy Pelosi because they want to convince you that everything's okay and then just slap a rainbow sticker or a BLM sticker on it. Yeah. And that's why, you know, and I even got his like, you know, and we talked about that kind of stuff. The Kente cloth stuff. Yeah, the Kente cloth mm. stuff. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. And we talked about stuff like, you know, going back to, inequality and you know stuff like Bubba Wallace is a black race car driver and he's like you know I've said Bubba sucks a bunch of times and I'm like I understand why you feel that way because you feel like he's being pushed on you by NASCAR which he is I go but the point is man I go well do you it's not his fault I go (laughs) I understand how I can feel like pandering and it is pandering but I was like do you want the sport to thrive or do you want it to die right I was like because you've got to start looking for new revenue sources Mm -hmm. he goes yeah I guess you're right I go yeah you just gotta have to eat that Mm -hmm. like you know I get it like you know, we, we don't like things or like a part of NASCAR is like hating certain drivers, but I'm like, yeah, if you want to hate, hate somebody or Kyle Busch, like if you want to hate somebody, like, you know, hate them. There's for, a lot of guys to hate, hate them for good reasons, but just don't hate them because they're being pushed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we, I just felt like I really had it's like, the same thing with wrestling when everybody hated Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> it was never Roman Reigns fault. <laughs> but I feel like we had a good convo. Like I try not to, even now we're on Facebook. I try not to dump, too much on him because I don't want to overwhelm him. And I'm just like, well, hopefully I just planted seeds. I did yeah. send him to the Comrade Dale Facebook. Oh, my God. The, uh, the, the like, Dale Earnhardt yeah. one. I had this. Oh, he's, like, Dale Dale oh. he's like, Dale Earnhardt. He's like, Dale Earnhardt. He got back to me. And he, like, messaged me. He's like, did Dale Earnhardt really say trans rights? And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he didn't. I'm like, no. Speaking, like, of, oh. speaking of the sick photo you got with the uh, number so three Intimidator so car. Sick. Oh, nice. That is <laughs> sick. These guys were, like, that leaning. These, guys, these two guys before me taking a picture were, like, leaning on the car. And they were the guys who were, like, from the, the music. Because they wheel that stuff out. They've got, like, the, the museum is there uh-huh. on, on the mm. thing. The and they're like, hey, get off the car. Well, they've got, like, the... 
like one of the automotive it's not the nascar museum but it's like automotive racing or whatever but they have that car there and they so they bring it out on the track for the two races every year and they're like get off the car and i'm like yeah get off the. i'm like that car is like holy ground yeah like, do yeah. yeah don't be don't be touching it yeah uh we have to go to quick real quick for station ids bottom of the hour are uh, you listening to whiv lp new orleans 102.3 this is good morning comrade we got robert and jack uh in the studio uh october 16th is our uh, fall fundraiser drive. Uh, you can actually support this station by going to whivfm.org slash support, or you can just Venmo us some money at Venmo dash at whiv dash radio uh, and support uh, community radio where we can, you know, hang around and talk about uh, racing cars and giant okras and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, or things. we can also talk about, uh, I don't know, um, people who are running for Senate in Georgia who uh, <laughs> suddenly have. So wild. Um, Who's that? Who's that? I haven't heard uh, anything so, about this. Look, so wild. far be it from me. To speak ill of a Georgia Bulldog, but <laughs> <laughs> who's a Heisman winner, but yeah. uh, Herschel Walker's been up to some uh, to some. He, he's he's basically been on this kick as a as a running for senator as being a you know strongly powerfully anti-abortion, mm-hmm. uh, really saying that uh, like fathers need to step up and all these like t- talking saying like. The most, if a white guy was saying some of the stuff that he says about black fathers, yeah. that would be considered like the most racist the stuff that you had ever yeah. seen. That's the point yeah. is like that's what the right, that's what fascists and the right does is they go out and find these people who want to, you know, make a little cash or get a little power and, and, and say things that like TOS or somebody like, who just had a lot of concussions. I mean, that's I mean, probably still, the most he would, he's got enough brain to know that he wants to, he, uh-huh. he, he wants power. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I don't feel that bad for him in the CTE. Yeah, he got enough sense to to go out there. And, oh, I never and said say feel bad for him. <laughs> and be wild with it. Herschel Walker's been like in the Donald Trump orbit for mm-hmm. decades too. Yeah, like before way he was before on the, the uh, Apprentice, right? He was on the Apprentice. I remember, I remember because I saw he was like like when he got fired from the Apprentice, like. I love you, Herschel. I'm not a gay man. I love you, but you're fired. Like, that's and, Hers- <laughs> and Herschel's just like, yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, he also, um, people forget when Herschel Walker was uh, recruited for the pros after college, he didn't play for the NFL. He, he went to the, the USFL? USFL. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't and even he, know that. he played for Donald Trump's, I believe oh, it was the right, New Donald Jersey Trump Generals. Trump. Yeah, because um, yeah, Donald Trump wanted to be an NFL owner, but all he could get was a USFL team. So yeah. He, yeah. And then Herschel well, Walker he was one of the founders of the USFL. He created a whole other league countered to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. could own a football team. There's a team. really good, uh, we were talking about ESPN, uh, there was a really good 30 by 30 documentary on the USFL that focuses on the role Donald Trump played in tanking it. Wasn't your boy in that too, um, Bradshaw? Terry Bradshaw? Not ter- I don't know. No, not Terry Bradshaw. Um, from APA, from wrestling. Oh, really? The, uh, John Bradshaw, Bradshaw Layfield. Yeah, I have I, no I idea. I actually didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Highly recommend that documentary. No, I'll check that potatoes. out. That's cool. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, Herschel. So, so, so I guess Herschel has to follow Donald Trump into the political arena, and uh, you know. Um, and now, according, I mean, you know, the the the, and and just the reason that we're bringing him up right now is because the guy who had been. And I hate to like talk about hypocrisy, really, because it's mm-hmm. kind of boring, like doing the hypocrisy shaming thing. Yeah, because nobody cares. But because nobody right. actually cares. But and I think I that's the point. And I don't think anybody's going to care about this either, uh, uh, outside of like motivating, I guess, 
well, maybe like suppressing some amount of people from yeah, going out to yeah, vote or something like that. But but Herschel Walker, who's like taken this extremely hardline stance against abortion under any circumstances, including like rape, incest, the life of the mother, uh, has basically paid <laughs> for abortions. Yeah. And then, um, I, yeah, take it away, Jack. Yeah, like at, like at least one, right? And uh, you uh, know, on top of that, his uh, his son uh, Christian, right? Christian Walker. Oh, um, who is a cringe? Uh, who is a cringe poster? Who yeah, like does like TikTok, conservative TikTok, stuff? Or, yeah, TikTok yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, like basically, I'm a I'm a young gay black man, and that's why I'm a conservative. Yeah. Person. See, I think that like this isn't surprising black people so much. Like this, none of this, none of the Herschel Walker and his son mm -hmm. like antics surprising me because. We kind of grew up with, uh, if you're of a certain age, and I'm sure this gets passed along to even kids now, it's just like, skin folk ain't, ain't your kin folk. Mm. Right, right, right. And right, I right. think, like, queer people are catching up to that, finally. Mm, like, that's yeah, progress yeah. to be like, oh, you're, like, people are so, I might be speaking on a term, but people are like, oh, queer people are so accepted now that we can sell each other out for a little bit of money. And, like, people will buy it. It's, I think it's like kind that's of... That's always been the case with every marginalized identity. Absolutely. It's just always been yep. the case that somebody's going to trade on it. I mean, feminism's been through that cycle, like, ten times <laughs> over, you know? Like, um, that's true. Damn. But, uh, yeah, the, the the thing that particularly interests me about the, the, the Herschel Walker situation is how worried some of the Republican op operatives are. And they're not worried about the abortion stuff. They're worried about Christian Walker. And to me, mm -hmm. I feel like... Christian Walker, for if I'm a Republican voter, is one of the easier things to ignore just because yeah. I'm ignoring what Christian Walker says anyway because I'm a old conservative uh, like, white guy. And just to be clear, he has basically like come out against his father right, and yeah. said that like he was a deadbeat. He threatened to kill his mother oh, yeah. and him and like really all kinds of stuff. stuff. Really chilling stuff. Uh -huh. But like, like I was saying before the show started, like whether like I think whether or not it affects the election is more dependent on other things like if it rains real hard yeah. in Fulton County maybe <laughs> right. people won't bother to go out to vote and that's and that's the kind of tipping point right mm -hmm. like I think I think uh you know it's it, it's going to require like a, a a minor act of god to like really change the election uh at this point but you know I look forward to be proven wrong but mm -hmm. I'm not you know holding my breath I'm just very, um, the only thing that's interesting to me about this whole thing is the very, um, a lot of the Republican talking heads on TV and radio and like these operatives, the very mask off. Oh, Dana Lash, especially. Yeah. She, and the oh, thing yeah. is, if can you talk about the Dana Lash thing? So, so Dana Lash is, uh, so she's basically one of these, another like attempted to make, um, to, they essentially attempted to make her uh, like the face of the NRA, like publicly speaking. She was like mm -hmm. on this NRA TV program or network that went, you know, belly up because it's ain't nobody watching that. Nobody and the and, 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 and the NRA, money the NRA money. is actually like hemorrhaging money, yeah. and they're having serious problems. So she sort of got a different program where she's going to spew like right wing uh, messaging on, and I don't even know what channel it's on, but uh, she basically came out and said like on the air that she doesn't care about like this. This doesn't change anything. Mm. Uh, about uh, the election for her. She says that winning is a virtue, which I actually agree with. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that's the dirty and, secret that she's letting and, out. And, yeah. and she's, yeah. Well, yeah. she's 100% and, right. And she said, she also said hilariously, like she didn't care if uh, Herschel Walker um, aborted a bunch of baby eagles, yeah. which is like funnier yeah. than saying, like, if you think abortion is murder, do you think that like, Exactly. Like murdering a bunch of baby eagles is worse than murdering yeah. a person. I mean, that's that's. I guess that is 
in a sense, the silver lining, like the whole idea that these people really believe abortion is murder. Like, oh, like, nobody believes that. Nobody, 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 nobody believes, believes that. that. And if you do believe that abortion is mur murder, then you're the sucker. Right. You're the one that's getting sold right. on 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 whatever. And um, it, it's really kind of like like if somebody does genuinely believe that abortion is murder, like I get it. I suppose if they're going to be acting in all these kinds of ways, but like. Like, literally, you're just in such a position that these people like Herschel Walker or Dana Lash or, like, Rick Santorum, remember him? Yeah. Can just, like, come out. And, Mike Pence can just come out and just basically control you. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, if you've determined that murder, like, that, that abortion is murdering babies, which, again, isn't the case by any definition, mm. um, then, then, then you're just, you're just. You have zero political um, agency, in like yeah. as an individual. Yeah, like uh, like this kind of clarifies that, like really the right wing's like <laughs> uh, qualm with abortion. There's like two two things to it that, that I see. Right, like one, so it's, a, it's a, a desire to like control women, and you know, like mm -hmm. like a like a in the sense that uh, to like you know further uh, underline the importance of like the nuclear family which is like what what they want that's a that's the that's a way for the, the right 1950s to, ideal exactly mm -hmm. to control society and the other thing is uh is on, on in a, on a class-based uh assault right like because mm -hmm. rich people aren't going to stop getting abortions no. like herschel walker would still be paying no, to have abortions yeah. the point is if you are not like you know in in the upper echelon of society you uh don't deserve that right mm -hmm. you know they are not getting rid of that right for themselves right so it's a it's control on those two fronts i think that's mm -hmm. at this that at the core of you know their pursuit their relentless pursuit for this you know it's kind of it's almost a death death drive because mm -hmm. before the supreme court decision like it seemed dobbs. it's yeah before dobbs it seemed like uh like a uh like already ordained that the democrats would be destroyed in congress that there'd be ab that there'd be a massive republican majority and now we're looking at like the possibility where like having a 50 50 congress is Again, yeah. is is like seems very likely and it's because i think kind of they they went a little bit too far for a lot of people you know yeah. i don't think a lot of people really thought they'd go they'd go that far and they did Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, the people that do care about abortion in terms of outlawing it are probably less, at less like like, like there, there's a smaller min, a, a smaller minority, but like a much more like fervent minority mm -hmm. than like the there's a large you know a, a probably a, a pretty significantly larger minority of people who are like hardcore like anti-abortion people i mean who are uh, pro-life pro mm -hmm. you know the pro-abortion people right. and then like most of the people are just kind of in the middle yeah and yeah. like when you do all this crazy stuff like uh like like overthrowing taking away people's rights um the kind of people that are kind of stuck in the middle it's like Ugh, i'm not yeah. gonna deal with that yeah like uh yeah like uh you know, now, like, there's no pretending for, like, yeah. right-wing anti-abortion people. There's no pretending you're normal. You're actually, politi you're actually <laughs> you know? politicizing these people and exactly. against you. Exactly. Yeah, and which and is there's no unifying thing for the right as mm -hmm. much. Like, they're not as unified on what to do now. The like, only thing that they're unified on is capital. Right, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So, we'll um, see what happens. I mean, that's the take, though. Like, if you're, a, if you're in the... I, I don't know 100%, but you definitely can't come at these people if you're you know you're running against them your democratic operatives would be like oh look at the hypocrisy because no, no one cares yeah, about the nobody hypocrisy. cares about the hypocrisy you have to clown i guess you have to clown them and just be like you have no solutions and also you don't believe anything right. yeah you also have to like 
crucially, and this is what Democrats forget to do, present a better alternative mm-hmm. that yeah. like is like they clear. seem to think that like just smearing the 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 rightfully smearing the bad guys is just going to do it yeah. when you like <laughs> when you know when it's time for the democrats to deliver it, it's like that uh nathan for you thing is like guess what's for dinner are you hungry <laughs> you're hungry for nothing and again i've said this a million times like jeff's heard me so sick of like that's why i really hope that when Fetterman wipes the floor with Dr. Oz, that that campaign gets dissected by mm. the, the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, but it won't. But the only I, the only yeah. thing that they're going to take away from that is the posting part. Well, that, yeah. that's yeah. the honestly that's the important part because to, to frame it back to Herschel Walker, I think I would say the way to come at him, and I could be wrong, but this is this is my thing. I think the way to come at him is not to be like, oh, he paid for an abortion, haha, we caught him. Mm. It's he said he tried to do the buffer thing um, to buffer his debate, um, mm-hmm. you know, preview his debate performance by saying, I'm not a smart, I'm not a smart person. Yeah. And I'm like, go with that. We like, know. call him stupid. <laughs> like, you'd be like, do you want to vote for a big dum dum? Like, go ahead, but don't do it in a way that's like, oh, look how much smarter I am. Like, really just go for the throat and clown people. Yeah. Like, yeah. you really, like, that's, that's where we're at in politics. You'd be like, well, that's not civil and that's, that's over. That's done with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have to come out. You, everything's a po- everybody's a meme poster. Like you have to come out and just dunk on people. Yeah, it makes you, it makes you wonder how different Georgia's race would look right now if Fetterman's uh, comms team was working for Warnock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. Like I like I was saying, Warnock is like a normal and like, like a, a pastor, low key yeah. guy. Like so I don't know if it okay, would. Okay, that's fine. Mesh that, as well, what but, do you think a super PAC's for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 what a pack's for. Yeah. To come mm-hmm. out and do all your dirt. One two point three reminds you the midterm elections for the state of Louisiana is on Tuesday, November eighth, with early voting beginning November twenty fifth. This cycle uh, will determine who will represent the state in the U.S. Senate, U.S. House of Representatives, judges for the Court of Appeals, Municipal Traffic Court, and First City Court. There are also several critical amendments on the ballot. Find out all the candidates and proposed amendments by downloading the free uh, mobile app, Go Vote. That's G-E-A-U-X, Vote. We'll see you at the polls Tuesday, November 8th. Another community service reminder from the station dedicated to human rights and social justice, WHIV 102.3 As a a native uh, Louisianian and New Orleanian, how do you feel about the Go with the X? Um, I think it's uh, it's something that really kind of popped up over the past like what fifteen or so years I that mean, was like really. No. I don't like, know. It started with Go Tigers. I yeah, don't know if yeah. it's inoffensive or cringe. Yeah, so it's not right. offensive. It's right. yeah, growing up, growing up in Baton Rouge, it was omnipresent my whole life. Okay. It's been around since the '90s in Baton Rouge for LSU, but it you know carrying over to things outside of LSU football is. It's pretty it's interesting. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it is kind of cringe, but you know, like, what else are they going to call the? It's easy to remember and tell people what the right. what the name of the Go Vote site is, which you know, with how bad and difficult it is to actually register to vote in the state yeah. relative to other states, you know, it's I'll, I'll take it. You is know? it though? Because I thought yeah. like they're our, one of the worst. Oh really? Like yeah. our app's yeah. really good. The app's fine. The app's decent. Like yeah. that's how I like registered and like changed my registration mm-hmm. and like yeah off the app. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, like you go on like if you're if you're on like the website, right? Like mm-hmm. it's you gotta do like you know I'm I'm a I used to design websites and stuff. Like I'm like a online guy. Like you gotta do too Nobody, many clicks. We need, we need to you actually, for our website. <laughs> <laughs> you got you gotta do too many clicks to actually get to 
the the oh secretary of state's website on the oh, okay. unusable yeah. Fair. fair yeah yeah like it, yeah that thing was designed and you maybe it's just like my expectations for louisiana are on the floor yeah um, i just think that we do a lot of things that are i'm like well okay louisiana like yeah like our um License plate registration, like, oh, mm. I can just one-click that and just get a new sticker mailed to me. Yeah. Okay, Louisiana. Or even, like, the COVID, um, when Vax cards were a thing. Oh, yeah, we like, were, we had the, the LA wallet, yeah. Let's go. I still use that. Yeah. I, was, I was bringing my... I was using that, trying to use that out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they don't have that even in California. They would not accept it. They're like, this is not a vaccine card. To I'm, do like, I'm oh, sorry, really? this is legal in Louisiana. Yeah. They promised me. But uh, yeah, that was you... the one time we were a little bit ahead of everyone else yeah. on something. Was How silly. Bad. That's so silly because yeah. it's like, what do you think is more legit? Like this thing from the, from the state or um, some little piece of paper that yeah. I could just you do whatever. print it out. I, yeah. I mean, I... I don't want to say, like I worked for the city, so there was a time where I like I just had like fifty blank vaccine cards. Oh wow! Nice. And I'm just yeah. like I I mean I had there's a, nothing and, official about them, and I was just this- filling them out for me and keeping them in my safe. Yeah. In case yeah. I like needed one before LA Wallet. Yeah, I remember. So it's like uh, who what? Like like less than a month. I didn't after do any the- vaccine fraud, y'all. <laughs> for me. I remember less than a month after they started requiring vaccine cards to get into places. Um like customs maybe it was ice actually seized a box of counterfeit yeah. vaccine cards here in new orleans they, like it, it took less than a month for yeah. that to be going around it's yeah so, it's so dumb yeah yeah let's change the subjects really quickly i don't want to talk about this um before we, because this is really significant um so amazon bad Very and bad. uh there is a so i'll just read straight from this article uh, this is a headline. Unreal. Amazon suspends 50 employers who refused to work after a fire broke out. Oh, this is up in uh, Staten Island at the, um, the JFK uh, 9, I want to say, yeah, plant of uh, the um, distribution facility or warehouse uh, where, the, uh, where the Amazon labor union has successfully, you know, petitioned and gotten a vote for a union. So uh, this is a little bit alarming. An Amazon labor union lawyer, Seth uh, Goldstein, uh, called the punishment of Staten Island employees, quote, a violation of workers' rights to join a collective action about the terms and conditions of their employment. Amazon on Tuesday suspended at least 50 workers who refused to return to the shop floor. Uh, This is by Ken Stansel, by the way. Um, to return to the shop floor a few hours on Monday night due to health and safety concerns following a fire at the JFK 8 Fulfillment Center in New York City. The company's only unionized warehouse in the United States. Are they just trying to, like, triangle shirt waist, like, factory? This, wow, this, yeah. Uh, right. JFK 8, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like, similar feel. Yeah. Roughly 100 night shift workers at the Staten Island facility participated in the work stoppage shortly after a fire broke out in a trash compactor machine used on cardboard. The Washington Post reported citing officials from the Amazon labor union. Uh, Labor leaders said the warehouse smelled of smoke that they couldn't breathe. One worker went to the hospital, they said. This is before the fire. Late. So it was already smoking before it the was, fire. Yeah, it was okay. smoking wow. like this. This, I guess, baler or something like yeah. that um, was, uh, I guess, smoking. I guess you get something on fire in there, and or if it's like breaks or some kind of thing. I don't know. I'm not a baler expert, <laughs> yeah. but um, but yeah, late Monday night, 
Christian Smalls, the president of the ALU, tweeted out, I've been out there in the rain talking to upset workers instead of being at home. Amazon management is threatening time deductions and written warnings for not returning back to the floor. The dock smells like burnt chemicals, but instead of shutting down, they hire a cleanup crew. Smalls recently shared footage of the fire and ensuing pro- uh, protests on social media. Instead of addressing the concerns of health and safety, putting workers on paid suspension was Amazon's response. He wrote, shame on them. Yeah. So, like, if you're, like, you have a right as a worker to not w- refuse to work in an unsafe environment. Right. Like, you have a technical right to do it. Now, your ability to... um exercise that right depends on whether or not you can get away with it and if, if every other worker is also like hey this is pretty dangerous let's not do it which is what happened then amazon's going to come in and suspend you yeah. that's like straight up as illegal as it gets yeah it, it, it seems like amazon's trying to be so evil that they can like you know like outpace the labor relations board's ability to you know yeah reprimand oh them. i didn't mean yeah that's 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 what it seems like because it works in, in the nlrb well it's so almost slow. to the point where they're too big to fail like i was watching a, a youtube video this morning before i came in here about um uber and i was like their strategy was well, we're breaking laws, but who cares? Let's just monopolize the market. Yeah. And then once we've done that, like, what can they do? Yeah, and they, they had enough money. They weren't making money, but they had enough to burn that mm-hmm. they could just... Off of investors, yeah. Right. So I was like, Amazon's got to have the same thing. Like, we're yeah. so big, like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. going to shut us all down? Like, I don't think so. And I mean, yeah. this is one of the, one of the, you know, one of the dark Brandon things. One of the things you got to hand it to Joe Brandon, that even though the NLRB, it like, it like needs so much more resources, so much more funding, so much more staff. But when they do manage to like, you know, uh, like uh, appointments to the board, yeah. right. When they, but, uh, when the, uh, board is able to actually, you know, follow through on its job, right. With the, with the Starbucks workers and everything, they've been doing the right things. It's the best labor relations board. I, since I've been alive, but, uh, you know, they just can't go fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know? They can't, they, they're being outpaced by capital. I mean, yeah. Uh, ALU lawyer Seth Goldstein called the punishment of Staten Island employees a violation of workers' rights to join a collective action about the terms and conditions of their employment. Quote, the workers didn't feel safe going back to work, said Goldstein. They were engaging in uh, rights that have been protected for 85 years under the National Labor Relations Act. Yeah, so um, obviously the the ALU lawyer is, is on the case yeah. Good old Seth. <laughs> As the Post, which is owned by Amazon's mega billionaire founder, Jeff Bezos, reported, quote, the mass suspensions took place less than 10 days before warehouse workers at a separate warehouse in Albany, New York, are slated to uh, vote to become the second Amazon workforce to join ALU. So that could be part of this message of union busting, essentially, too. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter if you're building is on fire your union won't protect you right. like that kind of stuff right like when when starbucks tried to uh, offer those benefits to all the non-union yeah. yeah 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 alu scored a historic victory for the labor movement in april uh when workers at jfk 8 uh voted to form the nation's first amazon union this is all backstory here but uh yeah that's really wild that like Remember when they talked about, like, Amazon's strategy of just, like, using up workers and just, like, moving on? This is, like, that to, like, the logical conclusion, I guess you could say. Just, like, we literally do not care what happens to these people uh, as long as we get our, you know, line go up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to, you know, uh, reappropriate a Thatcherism, you know, the problem with that is eventually you run out of workers to get rid of, you know, (laughs) like, 
You run, you run out of other people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just weaponizing what corporate America has been doing since, you know, I, since I can remember entering the job market. It's just like uh, the not, not saying loud, but just like it's cheaper for us to just churn people than to get Pete than to retrain, retain people. So, yeah. you know, it's like, why do they do that? You know why? Why don't they just pay people? Well, it's it's cheaper just to churn. Yeah, like we yeah. don't care. And, and like I've worked so many jobs that have that same mindset of just like uh, we'll just wear you out and then um, we'll just get somebody else because we're in, you know, this we're in Kentucky or rural Ohio or you know wherever these plants are where you're not gonna you're just like the only major employer. Yeah. In, you know, I thought about you the other day, Jeff, because when I drove, uh, I drove to Talladega, like he goes right through Bessemer and the oh, yeah. Mercedes plant. I was thinking of that. Yeah, we, we definitely, definitely. Um, the struggle out there actually does still continue, despite the fact that they did not win. Yeah. Uh, but but we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out as well for the Amazon workers at that facility. Uh, just got to read a little bit more station ID stuff, and we'll uh, get out of here. Uh, join Sally Jackson and co-host uh, Joan Carabasis and Tyra Ellis for PFLAG expanding the rainbow Thursdays at 9 a.m. Discover events and new important to the news important to the LGBTQ plus community. PFLAG with Sally Jackson Thursday on at 9 a.m. on the station dedicated to human rights and social justice. WHIV 102.3 FM. So uh, just uh, sort of last thing before we head out, Jack. How you feeling about uh, being a world record holder, man? It's feeling awesome. good, feeling good. Stay tuned. Uh, I'm gonna try to figure out pulling an okra fest together. So you know, stay tuned. Uh, you know, stay tuned here. Stay tuned on uh, on Twitter and all those other wonderful online places. Uh, Where can people follow you? Uh, JRS97 on uh, on Twitter. That's the best place to find me. Cool. Um, thanks for having me, y'all. It's always fun. Of to course, be. man. Oh, yeah, anytime. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Robert, anything before we go? I don't know. I was tired when I came in here. Now I'm energized. I hope that people feel the same way. That's yeah, good. Cool. Uh, we got, we got uh, Red and Russ coming in. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for listening. This has been Good Morning Comrade on WHIV LP New cool. Orleans. We love you. Bye-bye. As soon as I get off this call. What's up? So I'm going to pack as soon as I get off this call. Cool. Uh, tell Aaron I said hello. Uh, 